What up, everybody? You're now tuned into the true definition of a sports fanatic. I'm your host, Brandon Lampley. And as you can see today, fade is tight. We talking about tight, tight. We talking about razor sharp. We talking about fried, dyed, and laid to the side, son. Man, I swear, if you punched me in the head, you probably break your hand because that's how tight this fade is. But anyway. Let's get into the stream. A lot of things going on in sports. I mean, so many people are so ready to just put LeBron James in the casket. They want to put him away. They want to RIP him. They want to get him out the league. They think he's done. Washed King. Dude, I knew what game one was against Houston. Dude, it's rest versus rust. That's what it is. Houston had just come off of seven games with Oklahoma City, battling it out. They're hype. They're in sync. And what the Lakers were sitting around waiting. That, no, that's what it's like. That's like when you have um, in football, it's the same thing in football. Where you got the, the wild cards who have been playing for the last probably four weeks to keep their season going to even get into the playoffs. They squeak in. So every game is essentially a playoff game because it's win or go home. And then they get to that one or two seed who's been sitting and chilling for two weeks and they blast them. Absolutely blast them. Look at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans were on a mission, man. Blasted those guys. It's the same thing with Houston Rockets and the Lakers, man. That's what it is. And I don't think Houston can do much more damage going forward. I think they're going to run out of gas like Portland did. Yeah, Portland came out, you know, they blitzed them, blitzed the Lakers. And the same thing with them. They had played, what, like six games and like nine days or something like that, and Lakers hadn't played in a week. And that that first game, you expend, they expended a lot of energy because Houston, they looked lackadaisical at times in that game, in game two. And then down the stretch, they just ran out of gas. They did not have enough. Russell Westbrook, and I don't like to call him it, but it is catchy. He was looking like Russell Westbrick. You know, I love Russ. I love you, Russ. No hard feelings. I love you for sure. But he just did not look good. And for Houston to even have a shot at beating the Lakers, Russell Westbrook has to play well. He he doesn't have to be otherworldly. He just has to play well. Now, we know what James Harden is going to give you. And – Dude, P.J. Tucker is a, a monster, but he's still undersized. So going forward, I know he's a dog and he battles, but long as the, the rebound edge should should go to the Lakers, it should. Now, sometimes it won't because, you know, big guys, you know, they just don't play to their size. And that's why a guy like P.J. Tucker, who's undersized, can have 15 boards with seven footers on the court. So, if the Lakers use their size, place their potential, and LeBron James is aggressive and he gives you what LeBron normally gives you, and of course Anthony Davis is the he's 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 I would call him the engine or the straw that stirs the drink right now. I mean, Anthony Davis is just he's so silky smooth, man. Man, he get that baseline jumper is almost automatic, man. As soon as it leaves his hands, when it clings off the rim, I'm I'm shocked completely shocked that it doesn't go in i mean i still low. Uh, he was what a six one point guard as a junior and grew 10 inches over um a period of two or three months and kept his uh ball handling skills 
Dude is a beast. But on to Miami. Are those boys from Dade County going to put the Bucks out? Can they really go to the finals? I think so. I think they can go to the finals. I think that they can go to the I don't think they'll be either one of the L.A. teams, but they are, there's nobody in the East that I think can beat Miami right now. No, once they put the Bucks out, in which they are going to put the Bucks out, they're going to the finals because Toronto and Boston, it'll be a good series. Um, I think Boston will have you know you know what I won't say that because uh, I don't want to poo poo the reigning champs. Let's not forget they're the reigning champs. Um, I don't think that either one of them could beat Miami in a seven game series right now. Even though they're both good and those two are going to battle out and they're going to beat each other up, I think Miami has. I think they have enough. I think they have enough to get it done and go to the finals. Now back to the West. Clippers and the Nuggets. Yeah, Nuggets got a game in, but Clippers are going to uh, take that series, man. Kawhi is not going to let that slip through his hands, and I don't see Denver winning many more games. Maybe one more game, maybe, but I don't see them winning more than one more game, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Clippers roll off three straight. Same with um, the Lakers. I wouldn't be surprised they roll off three straight um, after game two. And beat them four one, and going on to the conference finals. So, but that's wishful thinking, you know, because you know I'm, I am a LeBron guy. LeBron is that dude. Call it what you will. You don't believe you. Hey, you don't think LeBron is that guy? Get on this stream with me, and let's go back and forth. Because I'm gonna put you in the dirt. I'm gonna put you in the dirt. So, but this right here this is just a test. I want to see how it look, how I sound, you know give educated opinion about it, my sports or whatever um just to see how this looks and it looks really really good i mean just for this to be a computer camera um using my normal mic i do my podcast with sounds pretty good um but man i get some lighting in here and really get some cameras going in here you ain't gonna tell me nothing don't even call me brandon no more call me mister yeah they say they they often call me Speedo, but my real name is Mister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Yeah, they often call me Brandon, but my real name is gonna be Mister. I'm gonna be too much for the people. I'm telling you. But back to sports, and I got this this furrowed brow right now, as you can see, because we got to talk about the Jaguars. Yeah, man. I'm not as disappointed as everybody else. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Everybody's like, they're just so, you know, distraught, down and out. And, you know, they got us ranked 32nd. And they're punting on the season, which it does look like it. I mean, you put 16 rookies on the roster, that spells rebuilding to me. Youth does not win you games in in no league, really. It doesn't. Um, some of the best teams, um, especially in the NBA, young guys don't win you championships. Superstars do. You know, in the NFL, uh, the Patriots, one of the best teams in the last 20 years, usually have a top five as far as age is concerned roster. It's rare that they're very, very young. So youth doesn't win you anything. Now, it helps you build 
and you know you want to secure stuff for the long haul and develop guys but that stuff takes time and this regime does not have time i'm only thing i'm pissed off about is they've allowed them to build this roster they should not have the privilege of building this roster they shouldn't have those 11 picks they shouldn't be able to wave for net they shouldn't be able to trade ronnie harrison they shouldn't be able to trade calais campbell they shouldn't been have been able to trade aj boyer they shouldn't have been able to trade jalen ramsey they shouldn't have been able to trade yannick and they should be gone it should have been a clean sweep cut the umbilical cord throw the baby out with the bath water throw some dynamite in there and blow it up and let's rise from the ashes like a phoenix but no they allowed these same guys to rebuild and so essentially what they did was they put the blame completely on tom coughlin's shoulders and many know if you listen to me you know how i felt about tom coughlin but it wasn't all tom coughlin's fault because yeah he had the final say so you had to march to the beat of his drum the other guys in the building still had influence for sure so it wasn't just Tom, but hey, that's me. And now I got to sit and watch Fournette uh, yuck it up with Brady in Tampa Bay. Just, just sickening, man. Just, uh, uh. and then now uh, might be something brewing with Mr. Ramsey on the West Coast because uh, his uh, icon, his profile picture that he uses for Instagram uh, is, is, you know, his uh, Jalen Ramsey, his emblem, his logo. And it was the Rams colors. Now it's black and white. He took the colors off. And he supposedly unfollowed the Rams on Instagram. So that is something to watch because I know they're probably in negotiation and talks with um, his new contract. And that might be a sign that talks aren't going well. But I will say this about Jalen. Um, you know, y'all know I love Jalen Ramsey. You can't talk. Don't talk bad about Jalen. I'm like Deion Sanders. Y'all not going to talk bad about my baby. That's my dude. You're not going to talk bad about Jalen. But Jalen, the other day, um, Shannon Sharp uh, tweeted out about uh, Deshaun Watson's contract and how, you know, he got a four-year extension, $160 million. And Shannon Sharp said, well, that's just a four-year extension. There's still those up. Man, I got to go turn it off. This is unprofessional. I'm sorry. I'm back. So Shannon Sharp was talking about um, Deshaun Watson's contract, 160 mil, uh, four-year extension. But he still has two years left on his current deal, and they just extended it four years. So initially, it doesn't look as good of a deal as it looked when I saw it first broadcasted. And Shannon Sharp voiced his concern about the deal. And I guess uh, David Mulligetta, who's – you know, seems to be a great agent, you know, seeing players, seeing his praises. And uh, he represents Deshaun. I know he represents uh, Jalen Ramsey as well. But Shannon was basically saying that um, Deshaun is worth more than that. He's worth more, especially now the average per year isn't as high as you initially thought. He's worth more than that. And I believe the same thing. Deshaun is worth more than that. Now, will he get, ever get Patrick Mahomes money? Who knows? But I truly believe if you put Deshaun in Kansas City um, and let him operate that offense, I think you'd be highly successful. Now, would you have been to two AFC championships and won at least one Super Bowl? Maybe. 
maybe. But you're definitely in the playoffs year in and year out, and you're threatening to go to the Super Bowl for sure because Deshaun Watson is that guy. I get to see him twice a year here in Jacksonville. So, dude, trust me, I know these things. But he, just looking at the contract, he is underpaid. He's he's underpaid, man. And for me, I, I hope there's an option because the the salary cap is going to go up and salaries are going to go up. So I hope that um, I know uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has an option. So I think um, his contract can go up as the salary cap goes up. But I I hope Jalen has that. So Jalen Ramsey, when he saw what Shannon Sharp said, he pretty much, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say blast Shannon Sharp, but was like, you know, telling me, you know, stop pocket watching, you know, David Mulligan is a great agent. It's a great deal for the player and blah, blah, blah. Basically saying that, hey, it's a good deal. Don't worry about it. And I understand that to a certain extent. Now, if it was me who had said, you know, what I said about Deshaun's contract and um, and he tweeted that at me, then, OK, I would understand that or tweeted at anybody else. But you're talking about Shannon Sharp, a Hall of Famer, a three time Super Bowl winner. And I think he knows the thing or two about value and NFL contracts. So if he says it's not a good deal, then I don't just and to me, I don't even before he said anything and I saw the details of the deal, I didn't think it was a good deal. And not I didn't think it was enough. It's a decent deal, but I don't think it was enough. But Jalen's mentality, and it was other players who uh commented and said the same thing, echoing what Jalen Ramsey said. But that's one of the issues with football players. Football players slowly have learned their value but they're still struggling in that department because they still don't know their complete value. Basketball players have pretty much, they know what the deal is and they're getting things done in their league. Like the NBA is as far as player relations are miles ahead in the NFL. Now the NFL is the superior product depending on, you know, what you like, but football is King, whether you like basketball or football better or not, football is King. They get the most viewers. And, um, but NBA is nipping at his heels. Let's say if the if the NFL average uh, a million views a game, the NBA average is nine hundred and seventy five thousand or something like that. So it's it's not a huge disparity. But for the NFL players, I know you guys don't they those guys don't really know their value because of the recent CBA that they signed. You signing that collective bargaining agreement shows me that you do not know your worth. And then not, and let's not even get into the 950 something players that didn't vote yes or no on the CBA at all. They didn't even vote whether they wanted it in place or not. They didn't even vote. It was like 900 players. So that lets you know they didn't even care. And they barely, the yes vote barely won. So if that 950 had voted, probably would have said no. And they probably would have renegotiated a better deal. But the ones that voted yes saw that you'd be able to smoke weed and was like, oh, cool. We can smoke weed. Yes. They could have got so much more. And one of the things I always talk about is you got to get rid of franchise tags. If you are NFL player, get the franchise tag out of here. Negotiate that owners being able to franchise tag players and playing on that tag is egregious. Yeah, it's guaranteed money. And it's um, the average salary of the top think five of that position. And it's great money. But you could have gotten that taken out. But they didn't, did they? 
you got to smoke weed. Congratulations. It is what it is. But back to the Jaguars, because I'm not done with them yet. I don't think the season is going to be as bad as, you know, most people think. Yeah, they got us ranked 32nd and got 16 rookies and, you know, whatever. Um, Defensively, I think we're going to be better than a lot of people think. Um, because I do like some of my defenders. I just think the back end now is very, very young and vulnerable. So that could be an issue. I think we're going to be able to rush the passer uh, without much issue. You know, we might not be Saxonville right off the bat, but I think we'll be able to rush the passer. Our linebacking core is the best it's been in, you know, in, in a little bit for sure. It's been it's the best it's been in a while. Um, now the DBs are a question mark defensive line. Um, I think is solid. Um, so defense, I think they, I think they'll be okay. Uh, for the most part now, offensively, I mean, we already know it's on Gardner Minshew's shoulder and can they protect him and can he give you enough of his, you know, Minshew magic, you know, to make something shake. And I think our, our wide receiver group is funny. Overall, our wide receiver group, you wouldn't say that they were a top 15 wide receiver group. You would say they're probably in the bottom half of the league as far as receivers. Some people might put them in the low, the the high 20s, you know, probably like 25 and down. You know, who knows? But it's funny. They're not highly regarded, but they were the only team last year to have three receivers go over 600 yards apiece. So it's like, are they bad? You know, are they good or just – was that just a product because we had to throw the ball a lot? I mean, what what is that about? So you got to silence your stuff, man. God dang. This is my first time, so forgive me. But um, so the receiving group, I mean, we'll see. And I've seen, uh, what's that, uh, Colin Johnson in a training camp. He looks good. I've heard very good things about him. Uh, cutting Leonard Fournette right before the season is is it was it was kind of weird, you know, for them to do it at that time. I mean, I knew this was Leonard's pretty much his last year here, but I didn't think that they would um, cut him right before the season. Um, but uh, they feel good about their running back room. That's what that tells me that they feel good about the running back room. I'm um, haven't heard much about the offensive line. Um, I mean, we'll see what they roll out week one. I mean, they're a question mark to me. Until I see them on the field, they're a question mark. I mean, I've heard some positive things about them, but, you know, uh, we'll see. Um, As far as tight ends, um, tight end room, they said – they say the tight end room isn't bad, um, especially O'Shaughnessy. uh, If he's coming back healthy, um, our uh, rookie, Josh Oliver, is going to miss some time again because he's broke again. Um, you got to get on the field, man. You can't make the team in a cold tub. <laughs> Your best ability is availability because you could be Tom Brady, but if Tom Brady only played five games a year, he wouldn't be Tom Brady. Um, so I, we'll see, man. But I'm, I'm optimistic, and it's weird because in years where people were optimistic and they thought that, you know, um, we would be good. I'd be like, nah, man, we're going to be terrible. We're going to be trash. And most of the times I was right because, you know, outside of 2017, I mean, what you got to go back to the mid to late 2000s uh, for any type of success for us. So 
I mean, it is what it is, man. But we'll see. But I think uh, tonight you got um. Let's see, oh, oh, the Clippers and the Nuggets do play tonight, so I will be tuning into that. And I can't wait for football to start, man. I am ecstatic about football starting. Man, I can't wait. But that is my time. I think this was a good stream. Man, people, this is just a test. You know, let me know what you think of it. Um, you know, um, just you know, like, share, subscribe. You know, I'm on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Play, uh, YouTube. Um, my personal pages, uh, Brandon Lampley, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those good things, man. So, you know, just share with your people and uh, get the word out because your boy is trying to do some things, man. But until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.